Good day. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host for this Hacking the Red Circle conversation, where we talk to people in the TEDx world you'll want to know better. The show is designed to learn what it takes to produce, organize, promote, and create a world-class event. If you're an experienced organizer, you'll get some great tips. Veteran organizers share lessons they've learned so that first-timers can avoid common missteps. There are hundreds of amazing people in the TEDx universe, and we talk to a lot of them. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. We produce Hacking the Red Circle every week. You'll want to subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Now, on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am... I, I'm doing the uh, travel around the world again. I am in Luanda, Angola. Actually, I'm not in Luanda. I'm talking to our yeah. guest, Januario Igiano, uh, a Portuguese name. He's in Lisbon, but he lives in London and Lisbon and Luanda, which is Angola. So uh, I feel like uh, you're the perfect Tedster. Right, you've got that global perspective. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. How how long um how long have you well first I have to hear the story of what is it that takes you to all three cities? Um basically um um I'm from Luanda, from Angola, is my mother town uh city where I was born and uh, moved to London 60, 17, 18 now, years ago. Right. Um, to study and stuff. But I still um, get connected to the, uh, my home city. So London's become my second home. And I take Luanda as a first home. And Lisbon is like my uh, other <laughs> escape <laughs> location. Right. So when um, when did you first start thinking about uh, a TEDx or what was your first experience working with TED? Okay, uh, my first experience comes about uh, when I was studying in London, uh, basically a uh, uh, uni, and this teacher actually uh, was the uh, person who recommend so we could go check out the platform. This was about uh, 2005, some around oh. this time. And yeah, as soon as I graduated in 2005, around, I went back to Luanda. And why? Well, basically, I was trying to understand a bit uh, what was going on uh, around the city as long as I've been away for almost 60, 15 years without going back and yes i just realized there was something missing there especially for the young generation because i find out there was a lot of young guys uh with a lot of ideas and drive to do things differently but they're still tied to the idea so for you to succeed you have to get a job at a government outset or something so you can guarantee your reform for a 28 years old young guy saying that, that strikes me. I was like, ah, I'm on a different kind of planet right now. So there is something here is wrong. Because um, um, 
while learning by the time I spent in London, um, I was basically exposed to um, a different kind of ways of living and earn uh, a living also. So for a young guy, there is no way to uh, actually think about, um, you know, retirement. That is mm. it's crazy. So, <laughs> right. um, so that's why um, I look around and I saw there was something missing. By the time the money was booming, economy was booming, Luanda was like thriving to this uh, economic, you know, uh, heaven. That's what I was looking at at that time. Uh, and people just going about, you know, uh, the whole thing that people was worried about is to get money, to get a good house, good um, job and salary guarantee, and that's it. But there was missing something there. Um, the role model was in there. Um, what you see is politicians and those businessmen basically do not connect to the local community. They come about, do the business, and they leave. Uh, I went back to London again and uh, started looking to ways how can I be um, useful and trying to bring up something that could actually um, help or, you know, um, just do my uh, own contribute to change or shift the way the young generation was going about. Um, that's why our staff, when uh, actually um, I talk by um, this gentleman, um, Kevin Robinson, Kevin sure. Robinson, sure. Ken Robinson, which is, exactly. uh, yes, um, that talk about uh, revolutionized the education outset. Uh, that one was the, the, the key and say, okay, I'm going back and I'm, I'm going to do something. And the thing I'm going to do is this. I need to expose those people to, to this platform, which is great. Uh, since then to now, um, it has been a long time and low work, yes. low traveling. And, you know, and now it's, um, I think it's okay now. Um, things have changed. Uh, there is a lot of young guys now, they're doing things on their own, like starting things like startups and, you know, it's like just doing their own things um, without that mindset anymore. So, so what was the first, so so you have this idea, you want to go back and I love that. So you, mm-hmm. you did, so TEDx started in 2009, where did you start doing TEDx back then? No, I started in 2012. 2012. My first day at TEDx, yes. And how big, so so I'm imagining, you know, you you come to this country, you see this, you come back to your home country, you see this problem, you you understand that you've been to university, you you're going to change the world, which is what is the one, one of the things that ties all of us organizers together. We believe we can do that. Why not? Right. Why not? Yeah, that's true. Right. And so, uh, so you decide you're going to do that. I'm going to imagine that it was kind of difficult because I'm going to guess people that hadn't heard about Ted. So trying to assemble a team and do all the things that it takes Tell me, I don't want to spend all my time on that, but tell me a little bit about what that was like. Because I know a lot of people listen to the show mm-hmm. and they're in a community 
that doesn't really understand Ted or know about Ted, you know, as much yeah. as we think it's everywhere, it's not. And when they try to go educate, what, how did you start? What was your first step? Okay. Uh, my first step is to understand how the platform works. And as um, soon as I get that, I start submitting for a license, even though before I guarantee that I have the main uh, the means to to put up a show or an event. Um, what I did was uh, I went, I invested a little bit of my own money. I went to San Francisco, um, Palm Spring. Oh, you went <laughs> That's to TED in 2012 Active. to TED Active, yes. Um, actually, um, as soon as I got the license, I decided I need to go to, uh, because the license has, has a little restriction. When you start, sure, sure. you start smaller. So to to get bigger, you need to go active and participate in one of those state active boot camps. And that's what I did. I went there. Um, it was a mind-blowing experience. I was just, just going to say, that must have just, just amazing for you, right? I mean, oh, my it gosh. Was, it was like mind-blowing, <laughs> yes. Um, I left with a hangover, hangover <laughs> to do to do stuff, and uh, very short, and to go back home and say, "Now nah, I'm gonna change the world. This is nice. this is it." So um, when I went back, I start to uh, engage um, the local community friends, and uh, just to get the, the 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 message across. Tell them. What about the TED? What TED does? And I pick up some some videos and stuff. Uh, bring my friends, sit down, and show them some amazing, very inspiring um, kind of TED talks, uh, like this guy from Malawi, uh, um, who actually William William something uh, who did uh, that TED talk about his. Um, the way he find uh, living through um, his very poor village in Malawi. Mm, mm. And yes, that, that was very inspiring. Everyone connected. As soon sure. as I showed that video, everyone was like, oh my God, no. Yes, he did that. Um, and then, yeah, um, what I did is um, start talking with local business and um, other people. And I really was a big concern because, um, you know, people was very skeptical about the name of course, itself. Of course. This is American stuff. Right. Um, what's that X? <laughs> because X is very complicated to say. In Portuguese, they call it Shish. And the Shish, what is that Shish for? <laughs> I have to explain every single letter on the, on the acronym. And yeah, well, as soon as people, even today, people still like struggle a little bit saying, why, why call that X? What's X? Uh, when we just did <laughs> the X is my um, my key. Actually, I, I take the X everywhere with me. I even did a tour with can the X. Can you see X. the see the one behind me? Yes, I can see you over there. <laughs> All right, um, that X is very um, catching, and yes. he's one who sometimes start the conversation for me to explain to people what is the the X. What is behind it, X? What are we doing with the with the X and stuff like that? So um, I went to when I started to stop a little bit. I went to a TED Summit in Doha. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, that was amazing, you know, right? 
So I did it all. I, I was like, uh, I don't need to do anything else, man. I saw it all. Um, I was like, uh, now I can go back and do it, do a massive. Right. These people need to understand right. what's going on. This is a massive, there's a, a, you know, a tsunami coming <laughs> for this. <laughs> people charge. They want to do it. They want to change the world. The way, the way we're thinking, the way we're doing things and, you know, and that was it. That was it. So the first event was really hard, but then I did it. I invest a little bit of my own um, initially. So I bring up some companies that they, they, they understand. There was very few people they knew about the TED platform. So when they find out the TEDx coming to Luanda, it was like crazy. So they wow. help up in a wow. way, they great. spread the word. That, that was great for me, like easy up. So uh, um, that, that so from there to till now, we are being, I can say, very successful. Our TED Talks has been um, a thing to remember. How now? How big is your event now? Have you kept it the same size, or do you grow a little bit no. each year? No, it grows from uh, 2012 to um, the last one was uh, last year. Um, was big, a huge audience, and I, I, I try not to get too big because um, sometimes I have a very uh, limited uh, access to human resources. Even though um, you know the, the the financial resource sometimes comes in hand, but I try not to go over the board. But then, um, 2012, we started with 300 something plus um, audience or people involved, and we went bigger uh, last year. We did the open venue. Um, that was just. Uh, too too big for me. Uh, How many people was, was more it? Than, more than thousand people want wow. to get in the space, but the space didn't have that capacity. We have to cut up, and we had people come in the morning one session. People go and other people come in afternoon. It was like a bar at night. Just too big, too big. Because I do one thing uh, with the, my TED events. Um, normally, uh, people call it press conference, but I don't do press conference. We do a printed um, um, kind of event. I call it um, preview. The preview normally what I do is a week uh, after the, before the event, we invite some people, even the people who are um, sponsored the event to come along and we have like a very close um one-to-one -one and sometimes like very intimate kind of talk and stay there for hours in a space and we share like a, a dinner, like eating something. That's African kind of thing. You talk when you eat because it's good. Everyone likes to eat. And <laughs> <laughs> at the table, we solve problems and stuff. So um, I invite like a previous um speakers, they, they've been in the event to come and share the experience as well from the time they did and the time after that will, will, will actually change their life, what, what kind of impact that the event has uh, bringing their own, own lives. And they, 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 they come and they share this with the, 
you know, um, the people who just come on board. And this is being like something to connect, not to let it go. So my team is quite big, but I only see them at the time <laughs> when the event is starting. Like normally I start with two people, then finish with like 20 something. Oh my gosh. Volunteers, and everyone want to be in a team. Of they course. They love it. Of course. How, how many people do you invite to the preview? And why, not how many. What kind of people? Is that uh, influencers, business leaders, the press, media? Yes, yes. that's that's the set. Uh, the press, the media, the influence people, some business people, um, even leaders. <laughs> the uh, people from government, they need to be there just to understand what we're doing because people normally are very skeptical about those events. Sure. They thinking there is some hidden agenda behind, but we have to open up and uh, together we see what, what's going on behind the, the event. And then, yeah, and some students as well, always have students engaged to the, the events. Mostly the, the volunteers are uh, students, um, graduates, uh, some work people like freelancers, they have a time, they come in to help. Yeah, um, it's been uh, such a big experience. So now, <clears throat> five years into this, and you've got the great experience of going to Palm Springs and getting to go to Doha and being with other organizers and hearing how other people have done it and going back and doing it yourself and working with the team and all the things that you've learned, what, what continues to surprise you about this TEDx experience? Right. It's like, <clears throat> for my personal view, it's like I'm discovering the world because I don't actually know everything. <laughs> what? Yes, I'm going along, learning a lot, and uh, being this has been like a change, life changing for me. Because um, since I've been um, engaged with this platform, I've been discovering a lot of stuff that probably if I wasn't here, um, pro I was going um, on different way. Um, uh, one thing for sure is I'm less consumer. <laughs> like um, this thing has taught me uh, a lot of things like uh, what kind of responsibility I have with the mm. uh, environment, with the uh, resources and all this. And um, yeah, it's, it, this is like life changing for sure. It, it's, <clears throat> it's interesting that earlier you said, you know, now I'm going to change the world. Yes. Yet it started by changing you. Yes, that's why it started. That's why I understand this uh, philosophy behind it. People want to change the world. Where you start to change the world, you start in your own. You start changing yourself. So when you actually change yourself and that spreads to others, so this is the way to change the world. It's not differently, on my understanding. And, and that that whole realization was a surprise. And I, I, it, it's in, you know, you, you said that this road to the red circle, this working with Ted, you've learned so many things that you never would have come in contact with. You know, my experience is similar. I have never talked to someone from Angola. 
okay. and got an a point of view time. like that the first time. I've, I've not had that experience. I've not talked to yeah. 50, I've done 50 interviews so far, and or right. 60, and I've not talked to people in all kinds of places in the world. I, I meet them at TED Fest. I love that. I meet them at TED. But having an extended conversation like we're having a cup of coffee and getting to know one another and, and getting to sure. share, like, why is it we do this? Um, I would I would say I've had profound changes as a result, specifically in how I run our event, uh, TEDx right. Santa Barbara, right? I've just, I learned from all you guys. I, I love this idea of a preview event. I'm yes. totally, and, and listener, listen up. Pay attention. This is a really, really good idea. A great, uh, great opportunity to involve the community, the community leadership. We, mm -hmm. um, our event was just a few weeks ago and we're named after the city. You're named after the city. Yet trying yeah. to get the city involved has been challenging. And we just had an election and I wrote a congratulations to one of the councilmen and I said, please be my guest at our TEDx Santa Barbara. And All right. I had gotten this uh, suggestion from uh, TEDx uh, Casimir's. He said, stand at the front door and welcome everybody that walks into your place. Don't be so busy setting up in the morning. <laughs> stand at the front door. That was one of the best pieces of advice I had gotten. Mm. And so the city councilman comes in. And I said, Greg, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much. And I, but I, I said, but look up, look up at my list of sponsors. Do you see something missing? And he looks at me and goes, what do you mean? I said, why isn't the city sponsoring this event, which has the city's name on it? This is an important yeah. thing for us as a community. I need your support. Right. And he goes, that's going to be that one of the first things I do in January when we come on board. So I think that, uh, I, I love the idea of the preview is a very low touch, uh, fun. As you said, the African way is to do it around a meal. And, uh, yes. we're all very vulnerable when we eat, right? Cause, you know, yes, it's, it's yes, something, <laughs> something about that. So what, what is, mm. what's been the biggest, challenge for you i mean you've overcome every challenge the education the awareness building a team you know yes. all of those things what, what what continues to capture your attention okay um i have a few um things to point on that um one of them is um actually to get well, as you just said to get the local government to get involved and trying to um, not look at this as something that they can come aboard and take um, advantage of it in a good way. Um, this is one thing because we doing I doing this event, but still feel like a one man uh, stand mm. Uh, mm. Like doing your own, and everyone loves it at the end. And uh, I, I look like a zombie when the, uh, the event is done. Yes. <laughs> I because, know. Um, I know. I don't sleep straight hours um, previous to the two days previous to the event and uh, be weeks like just um, for the preparation. That is being very hard. Another one is um, women resources because until now I don't have like a team because we're missing um, people um, that as uh, serious, you know, understand they have serious um, 
contribution to this to this event to make it happen. Because end of the day, I, I end up doing most of the things, mm. um, the design, the stage, and we have architecture, we have interior design, and we have. I tried to connect with these people, but at the end of the day, it's me there pull up the the vases and <laughs> you know go looking for screw and oh yeah. my god, it's just. You know, I'm getting tired <laughs> because of this. Um, I'm getting tired. That's why I decided now I'm doing, um, I had a break from last year to yep. this year. I'm not doing, everyone is asking, sure. when is that come? Yes, yeah. it's very cool, the event, but I'm not doing it. I'm tired. I need to take a break. time to, take a break. you know, take a little break. So um, uh, this has been massive. So, um Actually, when you say about the governor or the new governor coming, oh, um, <laughs> that is a story, a true story. On um, um, our last event uh, was um, around the period that we actually we had election this year, mm. and uh, just for uh, the record, the vice president of the country. Elected was an event, but the time he was a minister, uh, and then he came for the event. He spent their day with us oh, and wow. stuff, and now he's a vice president. Fantastic! Yes. So <laughs> one thing is um, the idea to get approached to the local government and uh, even the local uh, city council is great i think they need to get involved that's the thing they need to do because we are creating this event for the city as well no just yeah, right for us. right right and uh they, they actually they should give off for sure i um, think with the especially when you when you focal focus on local challenges and you have local speakers yes. and they're talking about those things it's it's in a non-political forum, right? Because we don't do politics. We don't do religion. Yes, don't. Yes. So for them to be able to hear this straight talk from people and really focus on an idea and not the rhetoric, uh, there's, there's an opportunity. And I hear this from a lot of organizers where you, you know, we are all making a difference. It is working. Uh, so expanding our reach. Uh, is a really good thing for us to do. And uh, on the team part, there are uh, several mm -hmm. shows that we've done uh, about teams. I would encourage you to go and listen to the show uh, with Doug Coleman from uh, TEDx Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville's okay. in Florida. Um, he is um, one of the elders in the TEDx tribe. There's a few of us tall guys with gray hair. Uh, okay. He's one of them. Uh, he has a very, very enlightened approach to how he builds his team and how he interviews people and how they've grown the team. Uh, and they they do right. they do salons, women event, youth event, their main event. Too much. I mean, I know, I know. That's what I said. Uh, but he then says it's because he spent the time building a team. So, just would would point that out. Mm. When when you think about the thing that you like to do the most. Imagine now, let's let's think 2018 or 2019. You've you've built a team to do uh, to take these key roles. What's the thing you like to do the most? Um, what do you think you're best at? I'm um, I'm a best um, into um, 
creative process. Oh. That's uh, that's my thing because it's my field of uh, operation anyway. And yes, this is something creative process to generate uh, content for the event itself. Like think about innovation, kind things that we can bring bring up to um, you know add to the event. This is my my way to do it. But then the other way, on the other hand, I have. Um, a good sense of engaged people, because um, uh, I show, I know, I have a way to tell people, to persuade people, to believe in something, mm. and they can see it. The mm. thing is is there. So this is something to engage with the with the with the people. But then um, I'm thinking. Um, if I am still going this way, because I'm going now for the fifth event, because I'm starting very slowly to prepare for 2080. Uh, but then if I'm going this way, because my professional side, I'm getting too busy. And then I still, the TED, uh, a current TED with me, uh, I don't know if I have like hands to handle everything. So this build-up team, a very solid structural team, uh, could be the key. So uh, probably going to be the thing I'm like really going to focus most um, to get this team um, in place. You know, we we did something that that might mm-hmm. help you. Um, I've built up my, you know, my mailing list of all the people who have attended all of the years that we've done. And, you know, it stays, even if they don't come one year, they still read the newsletter and they watch the videos and things, but we did a job fair and we had two volunteer nights where we advertised, uh, we advertised on social media. We advertised through the partners. We advertised, um, to the mailing list. And we said, we're going to have an evening where you'll get to meet the organizers and a few of the team leaders. And we're going to tell you what it's like to work on TEDx. And Mm. we'll go through a kind of opportunity to talk to other people and see if there's something that you feel like you could add some value. And, you know, we, we get a, a lot of people and, we didn't get a lot of signups on the day of, but we found mm-hmm. some key individuals who really stepped up that we never would have met otherwise. Um, so there's a right. suggestion that's a possibility. You know, there's a lot of people that want to show up on the day of and help mm-hmm. because they maybe don't want to buy a ticket or they, yes, you know, that's, right? <laughs> that's the thing. And, and so, which is fine. I understand that, but okay. we're really looking for, are you willing to put in the nine months of work that we have to do in, in meeting and, and curating and, and making it a world-class event? What, what, so I've just given you some advice and, and our listener, hopefully yeah, some thank advice. You. I'm listening. But, I'm taking what, notes. <laughs> what, um, what advice would you give to a first timer who's listening to the show? Right. Um, just be realistic really with the resource he has on, um, you know, available for 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 him or her, uh, because um, and in if you look at local perspective, kind of uh, see uh, what kind of 
players out there really doing something that probably has a little bit hint of uh, a TEDx or TED, um, you know, mind running. That's what I did. I did with uh, some events. That's why I bring the, the sponsor on board. I identify the companies uh, first and I look what they're doing. And then I find always this company is craving for innovation of, or they're looking for creativity or, or the new ways to do things. And those companies, that's the one that set um, a red alarm. So I, I go and approach them and talk to them. And, um, and normally I've been very successful with this. But um, for first time come and so first time doing an event, uh, you just need to uh, look at your local um, perspective and see. Because sometimes we want to do it bigger than us um, or even put up something, you know, because when you look at other TEDx, TEDx events and stuff, you get inspired to do sure, something, sure you, do. you know, on that line. But it's not realistic for some contest. Uh, I think just not not there. I think the focus is uh, the content. What actually you deliver as a content, you know, the whole show around uh, the TED event. Uh, so the focus for me is um, whatever we start doing or think doing it uh, is to focus on content, on kind of speaker, kind of stories you want to bring out to share with your local community. What um what are you looking forward to most in your when you re, you're rebooting after a year uh, to take a break? What are you looking forward to the most in 2018? Um, well, uh, normally, um, because I, I already did five or four, <laughs> five, four, uh, and um, who is. I have it's too many because <laughs> when I said happy this for I'm gonna do free and that's it someone gonna take off and carry on. <laughs> that's what we <laughs> said and that there. didn't work. <laughs> oh dear, uh, still there. Basically, what well, um, there is something really uh, striking me is uh, from na- from the first to today's events. I uh, still think the content it was so much good stuff. Uh, you know, people bring on um, good speakers, um, sharing their, their, their ideas, their stories, their, their experience, their projects and stuff. But then I feel like the thing just died there, done. Probably um, that touched someone who goes about doing the thing they, their own life. But I feel like thing just died there and I don't like that. I mm. apologize. And um, um, the things I like um, and I would like to see is not the ideas worth just spreading, but is the ideas worth doing. And we we touch on down Doha. We was talking about this thing, about the ideas worth doing. So you have the idea, how this idea can impact your community, your lo- local community, or even you know, your city. So, um, that's one thing I would like to do. I would like to take like a little break and uh, rewind some 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 the TED talks, uh, TEDx talks have been you know on the platform and probably pick up two or three ideas because we have a lot of issues 
And we have a problem with the sanitation, the water shortage, the traffic, um, and the, 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 the health sector, everything, education sector. And I would like to see the idea that we can actually take from TEDx and make it happen and really put up then people, uh, you know, use it and impact their own lives. That's the kind of thing I want to do it. That's a, that's uh, a noble. Like that's a noble goal that that goes back to what you said at the very beginning, which was how can I be useful and help my country? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like so. It's the and I've heard the idea is worth doing a lot, and it's a it's a constant. It feels like it's a continuing conversation when TEDx organizers get together. We right. feel like we we work so hard to uh, provide a platform for that idea to get launched, and then we hope something happens and, and hope isn't a strategy, right? Yes. We, we yeah. need to do, to do things more. And I think that's just an ongoing conversation amongst all of us. Um, all as, right. as, as we get towards the end here, and I, and I appreciate this time with you. Thank you. Um, what, um, if I can take our, our red circle and I can turn it into a flying carpet and we can go anywhere in the world and go to a TEDx, where would you like to go? Um, for TEDx, I would like to go to TEDx Luanda. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I just my carpet like yeah, go around TEDx Luanda because I still think um, because since we've been doing this event and uh, I'm I'm talking about a personal kind of thing, every time I'm not actually talk about TEDx is when I'm not in Luanda. When I'm in Luanda, people approach me. I become TEDx. It's like they look at me, they sure. see me as a TEDx Luanda. But I'm not TEDx Luanda. Sometimes I always just want to be me, right. the other person. Right. Because right. I'm a designer, I'm an artist, and I have to do other things. Even my art event, sometimes people come in, oh, the TEDx man. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. But <laughs> it could be good, but I, I have a pressure. This is kind of pressure they put on me. When I say, like, I need to take a rest, People just say, oh, come on, you have to do it. You have to do it. So I understand I have to do it, but I need to take a rest too. So, uh, yeah, this is this is the thing. <laughs> I, I compl- you know, this happened to us <laughs> yesterday. We, we live near the beach. I know you live near the, the water. Yes. And uh, we took a walk to the beach and we were just, and it's we just come off of holiday weekend. And my wife and I were just kind of looking out at the dolphins and some guy and his daughter walked by and they said, he just said, thank you so much for TEDx. That was it. Yes. And I yes. just said, and that is, that's the reward we get. Right. And, uh, it's, uh, it's helps when you hear that, you know, you're making a difference. Definitely. Right. Yeah. That, that feels great. What, what, when we finish the thing that I, the, where I think I learned the most and our listener learns the most is on the, the question about your your best hack. What is the thing that you do or think about doing for your event that doesn't cost any money at all, but changes everything? For instance, mm-hmm. standing at the front door and welcoming people does not cost that's, a penny. That's a good thing. Made a huge difference. That's a great hack. Yes. Um, yes. The, we've, I'm, gonna, I'm going to write, I, when I hit I 100, I'm gonna get, when I get 100 interviews, I'm gonna do the 100 hacks. Uh, in a okay. in a in a pamphlet. So, what's what's your hack that you're going to contribute to the book? Uh, 
you know, we do a uh, X uh, tour. Um, we take because um, we are connected to city. This is the capital in Angola. But what we did, um, we did this uh, two times. We take a tour after the event. Even we are tired, we take the car and we drive because Angola is quite a big country. Um, we go south because um, we are in the north, northern part, and we go south. Um, we pick um, whatever um, state, so we go there and we do a kind of sharing, like a TED touch, touch up, because people following us um, in other parts of the country, they don't have access to this, but we do, we take um, the TEDx to them, and we did that three times. And the last time we went by the road and uh, uh, there is this iconic um, cab, uh, which we call Candongueiro, is uh, the tax, uh, the Vogel tax back in Luanda, which is blue and white. And we took this car with a few um, invited guests. They come in, uh, some member of the team, and we went south. We went uh, to a um, place called Lubango. It's, uh, it's quite far from Luanda. We took like eight hours driving, wow. just one way, yes. And uh, we did at university. They organized like a welcome um dinner and everything and we went the next day to a university TEDx touch up because people are very curious they see things happen in Rwanda which is the capital and they want to know what's going on what is this really that's what we do we do a TEDx at the the famous X tour <laughs> <laughs> yes with the X X come with us and so, it, it, so you do this after the event? Yeah, right after the event. Like and, a day and after you've, the event. And, we and so go. then you've arranged to do that with the people ahead of time, knowing that they're not going to be able to get there. And it feels like it's the, the you talked about doing the preview, which was the week before. We do the preview. So yes. now this is the, the, it's not a post view, but it's immediately after. Is it kind of the same thing, right? It's kind of the same thing, but outside the, um, from uh, from Rwanda, from the city where we the event is held. Um, yeah, it's post. We call it um, <laughs> a tour. I love that. This has been yes. a, a fantastic conversation. I've learned uh, several things. I, I like to show this my my notes. Uh, <laughs> That's look great. A whole whole page of notes. And uh, you'll appreciate, I, I love to visualize everything. I notice on the back wall there, you're an artist. You've got your art, uh, your sketches yeah. on the wall. And uh, <laughs> Januario, this has been a, a really great conversation. And uh, now I've got to ask, are you going to go to TED Fest in Brooklyn in uh, in uh, April? Have you thought of that? No, because I have a Biennale coming in May. So I have I go to Dakar. Oh. And I have to get the artwork shipping yes. today. Yes, <laughs> I would love. I saw it. I saw it in a, on the website, and I was like, "Oh, great!" Um, 
and Noberto told me, Gianmario, let's go, because Noberto always wanted me to, to go to this yes, place. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, but I can't, I can't, I can't make it. I'm going to be watching. Okay, far. well, we will, yes. uh, we'll make sure that happens. Thank you so much for joining us on Hacking Thank the Red you. Circle. And I, now I have a, a new friend in Angola. Yes, thank you very much, Mark. Okay, bye-bye. It's a pleasure. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Hacking the Red Circle. Have an idea for a guest for the show? Or would you like to tell us your TEDx story? Just drop me a note in an email to mark at hackingtheredcircle.com. Please be sure to rate, write, and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Makes a huge difference. And share the show with your team as we seek to grow our audience around the world. Until next time, this is Mark Sylvester, your host for Hacking the Red Circle.